Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Father God, good morning, Lord Jesus. 
Good morning, Holy Spirit, and good morning. Headline. <laughs> Man, you know what? I'm I'm work on this. Praise God. Father God, thank you this morning. Thank you for your goodness <clears throat> and your mercy and your kindness. Thank you for your wonderful, wonderful love towards us. Basically, God, that's all I could say this morning is thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to see uh, California made it home safely. Praise God. I think she probably got to get get adjusted to the time. I don't see her on morning, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, I'm gonna have to hit the button and print out. Just pray I got enough paper and everything over there because I didn't know which way this was going to go. But, um, you know, <clears throat> brothers and sisters, God is uh, truly great and truly wonderful. And um, there are those of us in Christ I'll talk about some of you too that really love God and really want to serve him and they really put that heartfelt desire into manifestation into practice whatever word you choose to use but they do something about it, and I've been, I've been, um, I've been in this walk a long time, and I've seen a lot of people. You got a lot of people who just want uh, to to lord over other people in, in some way or another, and then you got a lot of other people who just they, they'll say, I want all of God, but they don't see nothing that when you get saved, God gives himself to you, but then God expects you to want to share him with other people that don't know him that other people that are truly in need of him because the whole world needs Jesus. The whole world needs the Savior. And then you got a lot of people who think or seem to believe that when God came to him or to them, he stopped there. <laughs> that he didn't give anything to anybody else. 
and that what they have is more than what everybody else has. But I want to share something with you this morning. That is deception. That is a sure enough trick of the devil. And uh, and then you got these other people who think, help me, Holy Ghost, that what they got is all there is and that there isn't any other way. And, and I, I sin sometimes myself because I allow them to to make me angry or and I do and I'm really working on it. I'm working on it because I want to be dead to that. I want to die to that. Because it is the exact opposite of Jesus. It is the exact opposite of of what Jesus wants us to know and understand. Because even on the cross, Jesus said, forgive them. They know not what they do. I believe I don't have I should have it, but I don't I don't think. Right now I got stacks and stacks and stacks of papers here. Um straighten out and archives just stacks and stacks. But I have somebody coming today to help me. Thank God for it. To get that organized. But can somebody put the first commandment of, of uh, in the word of God on the on it? Can you post it on here for me? The first commandment in the Bible, the first commandment is what? Can somebody post the first commandment? All right, Caroline, I'm gone. I'll see you tomorrow. This is not the thank you. Brothers and sisters, thank you, Brother Robert. Oh, stop here a minute. Satan, the Lord rebuke you this morning. You should have been able to type that. I was trying to get you to type that while I went over to my computer. And I was trying to look for something else. The first commandment in the Bible. The first commandment. You shall have no other God before me. But if you put <clears throat> if you put the um eleventh commandment, 
That would have been okay. Because <clears throat> the 11th commandment is the first New Testament commandment from Jesus. But the, the t- commandment from God, thou shalt have no other God before me. That's what it says. Believe what it says. How many of you believe that what God says he means? If you don't believe that, you're on the wrong line this morning. Get off. Hang up. Brothers and sisters, God says exactly what he means. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Now, California, if you are here this morning, you may be calling from a different number because the only number I have is like your cell phone number. So if you're on here, you need to press one so I can know that it's you. Press one. Brothers and sisters, I ministered a deliverance where it went back way over a hundred years. Familiar spirits in the family line. Familiar spirits in the family line. And the the steam manifested. I spoke to to Olita yesterday. And so why are you because of this? I told you, I shared with you that God was taking me on a new level. I shared that with you. I shared with you, don't miss your day of visitation. I shared that with you. Now, with this particular ministry, with me, God will always bring the hard stuff. He brings the hard stuff. And when he brings the hard stuff, I just wait on him, you know. And I just follow him because I know that with the hard stuff, it's going to come a whole other level of understanding. a whole other level of understanding. And with that whole level of understanding, it's going to be able to get literally hundreds, always hundreds, sometimes thousands. But if you go to my website, I average about 30,000 downloads, downloads, about 30,000, sometimes less and sometimes more, 
But from my website, I average 30,000 downloads a month. And that is uh, consistent. That's consistent. So I have a lot of people that that believe or want to believe and understand that I might be teaching something from the Bible, the Word of God, that they may need at some point in their life. So they don't ever, they may never come on here. I got about, I don't know, a couple hundred emails and texts like since I'm off of uh, YouTube. But I don't think, I, I don't think that Anything happens by accident in Christ, okay? So I'm not coming back on YouTube till God tells me. God's got to speak to me. And I came off of Facebook a long time ago because God told me. Okay? So I don't think I'll ever be back on Facebook. I don't like it anyway. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that, you know, everybody, you can't call me your friend, and I can't call you my friend because we don't know each other. And all those people that were coming on that Facebook, I didn't know them, and they didn't know me. And we didn't have any kind of relationship. But I know you have to meet people and get to know them in order to form A relationship with them. Just like I said to you, somebody was coming to help me today. Well, the person that's coming to help me today from Honduras, and they from the part of Honduras I was in as an overseas missionary. And I I had regained contact with them here in Dalton. All right. And then, and then I so, somehow or another, oh, I moved. That's what happened. I moved. So the Lord told him uh, yesterday to call me up and come over here and help me. And they did. And they called me up. And I had a chat with them. And and one of them, and they have a a, a granddaughter. Who um, is in college, but she's in college right down there in Atlanta. And so she offered to come and help me too, at least once a month. So listen, what I'm trying to tell you is this. When I did that deliverance, day before yesterday, and um, and this demon, this, it wasn't a demon, I'm sorry, it was a fallen angel that was manifested through a goddess. And that thing said that it only had one purpose. And, and 
it had been doing pretty good until it met this one lady who would not give up Christ Jesus. If the demon said, the demon, the, the, the angel, demon, they are demons, but except those, those fallen angels, see, they come in light. That's how so many people get tricked and have them. A manifestation of them, I should say. So I, I listened to this thing after it said it had been in this family line about over, well over a thousand years. And it made sense because I was able to trace the family line through the uh, Incas, the Incas, the Incas, brothers and sisters. And when I told the this thing that its time was up, you know what it what it did? It did. It tried to start the one. It, it just tried to start mocking God because it couldn't be mocking me. I ain't nobody. It thought it thought that I had a a, a problem with my ego. I don't. And I, wa- I sat there and I, and I watched it. I was looking at it manifesting through the lady. And I said to myself, as I'm, I'm, I'm ministering, I'm watching it, I'm listening to the Holy Spirit at the same time, and I'm watching the lady to make sure that it doesn't do her any harm. Because it it had tried to kill her many times, and and it had put sickness and disease on other members in the family, you know. And I saw I saw it more. It tried to take on another shape, but I was thinking. I was thinking. God, what is it spirit here? This spirit had allowed multiple uh, husbands in this body. And you see, God God doesn't timeshare. But I was thinking because God had allowed this to happen. See, that's what I know. Because God is sovereign. And nothing happens that he's not fully aware of. Now, I didn't say he caused it to happen. Because I know this too. That God can use Satan, but Satan can't use God. See, these are things I know. I don't have no mistake about it. And so... Thinking, and I'm waiting on God 
to tell me what to do with this. How does this this thing here? And then that 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 uh, angel of light said, "Listen to this now. This thing is over a thousand years old. It said God called the whole family line." Boy, this is seeming pretty smart here. He said, God called them all. And I have been diligently trying to wipe them all out. Did you hear that? I said, uh, you wanted to wipe out the whole family? I said, yes. And later on, as I was talking, she said, oh, I have a big family, a big family. She said, uh, a couple of her aunts had eight children, but she comes from a big family. I said to myself, thinking, I wonder how big this family would have really been if these demons hadn't been able to uh, destroy many of them. Now, I'm thinking from the beginning. I'm not thinking about just um, this dispensation here. Because that thing she had was, uh, was uh, yeah, it will have to be older than that. Because it, it came, well, yeah, it was about 1,000. Yeah. So I said, you've been working in this family all day. And all these years, and you haven't been able to destroy him. I started smiling. She didn't know why I was smiling, but I was smiling about the goodness of God. I was smiling about how great God is. I was smiling about God frustrated the plans of the devil for a thousand years in this one family line. And I was thinking to myself, it don't get no better than that. But I was also thinking about all the people I know on this prayer line that have brought their mother, their father, their sisters, uh, and requested prayers. And I was thinking, it's still not going to change until... The demons get cast up. It, it, the demons, and this was just the lead demon. This was just the lead demon here. Because if a demon been in a body, generation after generation after generation, and demons never travel and work by themselves. Can you imagine how many demons was unloosed on that family? All because the demon said it had been given an assignment from the enemy to take the family out, to destroy the family line. That means that any babies that were born 
when they were still in their mother's womb, came here under a curse. When that baby broke and came through the matrix, when the doctors picked the little baby up, when the nurses cleaned the baby up, and then they smacked the little baby on his little behind, and the baby said, wah. The demons were saying, yeah. <laughs> the demons were saying, yeah, we made it. The baby was crying because the baby was born into this hellish world, shaped by the iniquities of the baby's parents. That's something to cry about. That's sure enough something to cry about. So, then you got to figure this. This little baby here came out the womb under the influence of these angels on assignment to destroy the family. Why do you think it's strange? Why do you think it's strange? Maybe you won't think it's strange anymore. How do you think it's strange that the devil sets up traps like lies, lies? Like I heard last night on the phone from a man who told me that he molested his stepdaughter at five years old because she wanted it. Because she wanted it, he said. A long time ago, I would have just wanted it. That's impossible. Are you crazy? But now I know that she was born not not this lady. This is who I, the, the, I did. I dealt with this man last night. Must have been about two thirty. God told me to get up, come in here, and sit by the phone. And sure enough, it rained. And it was a man wanting to confess his sins. That he was molesting his five-year-old stepdaughter. I said, do you have any kids of your own? He said, yeah. I said, well, why didn't you molest your daughter? He said, oh, no. I I could never do that to my daughter. But this, she wasn't. I just said, this is a test, Erica. This is a test. Stay stay focused on Jesus. Stay in control. 
Don't get angry. Just this is the test. So I asked him, why, <clears throat> why are you calling me now? And he said that this man here said, every day gone morning, just what he said, I wake up to your voice. I said, man, I don't even know you. He said, but my mama knows you. My mama listened to that D-A-M Ted line. And every morning, I said, your mama lived with you too? He said, yeah. I said, well, how did you have an opportunity to molest this little girl? He said, I taught myself for over 28 years. How to hide who I really am. And I went back on the deliverance I had just done with that demon. And that answered the question that I had was wondering how these things can be generationally like that and, and, not, and not be recognized. So God sent the, that answer to him. He said, I learned how to hide myself. I said, yeah. I said, you know, you know, I'm a specialist in the hidden things of darkness and the hidden works of darkness. I said, he said, well, I don't know what you are, but I keep hearing your voice ringing in my ear telling me to repent and stop. I said, once again, I said, where's the little girl's mama at? He said, she upstairs in the bed asleep. I said, so what you do is you, you get up out of the bed with your wife and you go get in that little girl's bed or however you doing. I said, I'm going to call the police on you right now. But then I had to stop and catch myself. Again, I said, I want to call the police on you right now. If you do it for yourself. If you yourself. He said, what should I do? I, I, I didn't tell you the part. I ministered to him about hell and all that. And I got him to confess Jesus. But I said to him, you need help. Because. You are not able to maintain what I just prayed with you for. You need help. You don't know Jesus. And that demon said, that demon cussed me out then, the demon did, and said he won't know him. And then he kind of started growling. I said, I tell you what, can you go get your wife for me? I said, I don't want this demon to getting ready to hurt you bad. I thought he was going to hang up on me. But you see, when God calls demons to judgment, they cannot deny. They, they cannot do anything but obey him. 
I say when God calls demons to judgment. No sound on what? On the speaker? Do you have sound on the speaker? Can you still hear me? See, the devil don't like what I be saying. I know he don't. Blog talk audio clear. Okay. So he went and got his wife. Thank you. I asked her to sit down. But keep her eyes on him. And I could hear the wonderment. And the Lord say, Mama. I said, where is your mom? He said, she in the back in a little in-law apartment. I said, go go get her. I said, go get her. So I'm waiting again. I'm looking at the clock. And I'm binding the devil because I do not want the devil to hurt these people. I don't want the devil. And the devil fully manifested. And the word came to my ear from the other lady's deliverance. That's what I'm trying to get to. Saying, I want the whole family. So when the grandma got to the line, I said, we got a real big problem here. And she was crying, thank you, Jesus. I knew, I knew that's why I played that radio loud. So it would go through the whole house. I said, okay, no problem. I said, where's your little one, the five-year-old? They said, is she in her bed asleep? I said, this is what you need to do. I said to the grandma, I said, how volatile is your son-in-law? How much anger and rage does he have? And they were like, how did you know? I said, don't worry about that. The Holy Ghost knows everything and knew all this from the beginning. Okay? And knew all this from the beginning. I said, I need you this morning. It was early in the morning. I said, I'm going to need you to call somebody to help your husband. I said, were you, were you molested as a little girl? All of a sudden, I heard this screech, screech, like a screech owl. I said, who is that? Grandmother said, I was. And then the daughter said, I was. I said, so then you're going to have compassion. You're going to have compassion. I said, I need you to call child protection. But I need you to trust God. I need you to trust God that nothing is going to happen to take your child away from you. And then the mama broke down. She said, I knew it. She said, I knew it. She said, I knew it. I said, 
please don't say that because you say that, you go into jail. I said, did you know your new husband here had a history of child molestation? And you know, it almost knocked me off my feet. She said, yeah, I know. But he told me he was free. <laughs> he said the psychologist, when they released him in jail, said he was free and that he would not do that again. And I heard that demon again. I want the whole family. So I said to him, I said, um, scared. He's scared. No, he's scared. I said, look, God is going to forgive you of your sins, but you got to confess it as sin. That man sat there and confessed how his Family pediatrician to him. His family pediatrician. I said, but it, it had to have been more than that. So I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna demon out. And then I want you to call family services. They said, well, isn't it enough if you cast it out? I said, the devil is waiting out right outside the door. Because y'all done played with deliverance so long. How many times have you been delivered, sir? I said. He said, well, I've had prayer, but I never been delivered. I said, yeah, okay. I said, so it's not totally your fault because you can't pray demons out. So you don't pray for demons. You cast them out. And so then they said, well, can't you just cast them out and we don't have to call them? I said, look. You don't have to call anybody you don't want to. I'm over here in Dalton, Georgia. God brought it out. What you do with it is your business. I had him wake you all up because I could have called the police from here. But I wanted to extend mercy. I wanted you all to know, and I wanted him to tell you, because now he can finally maybe get free. All three of them. I said, go get the little girl. I cast them out of all three of them, including the five-year-old. And after I cast the demons out, they voluntarily wanted to call child protection. Because it was the demons in them that was trying to hide his sin even longer. 
brothers and sisters, we have a problem. The church got a problem. I knew this wasn't the only man that I, I dealt with a lot of men like him. Somebody listening to me. Your kids have been inappropriately touched. This is the root of their problem. And I heard, I will forever hear that demon. As long as I live, I will hear that demon say, my assignment was to take the whole family out. And I was doing a good job of it until this one, pointing to that lady. It is time for you to rightly discern, rightly understand. This ministry is not a joke. Ministry does not exalt man. I'm talking about this ministry of spiritual freedom, this ministry of deliverance. You can play with it if you want to, but your kids will suffer, and their kids will suffer. It is not a joke. It ain't so you can get money. It is to bring healing spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and yes, financially, and yes, relationally. To the heart. And yeah, people are going to get mad, but ain't nowhere in the Bible. Does it say, does the Bible say you got a friend in Jesus? Jesus understands this. Her neighbor might not understand. She having to call child protection. But that doesn't matter. What matters? is that she is able to say, I please God. And because of that, my five-year-old, when she gets 16, a lust demon burning her, burning through her, driving her for sex, and she don't know why. What matters is when she gets 30, she won't have to spend half of her life if she don't get delivered and know Christ on a therapist, dollar therapist, dollar counselor. What matters, she won't go to school and be disruptive in the classroom. Because she got a hidden demon inside of her. That's what matters. 
God said, put not your trust in the arm of flesh. God said, no, every man, every woman, by the spirit that are operating through them. God said, you won't have to be like California. Waste all our time, years, money, trying to get delivered from a witch. Who presented herself as a woman of God. Which God? One uh, 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 centuries old. A familiar spirit to take the whole family out. Many of you, your problem didn't start yesterday. Your problem didn't start in your mother's womb. Your problem started when an angel named Lucifer was kicked out of heaven and he just wept it and brought rebellion and a whole slew of angels was kicked out with him. The problem started when God made man in his own image, in his own likeness. Same fallen, corrupt angel became jealous. We have a problem. It's a big problem. Some of you not motivated. You act like you don't know the story. You act like you don't know why God saved you, why God healed you, why God is yet delivering you. Because God got a kingdom. And he wants you to work in his kingdom so he can tell you, get up, sit by the phone. And a whole family got delivered. About 2.30 this morning. And you know what? I thank God that where they live, when they called them, they sent out mental health people, which means George Floyd didn't die in vain. We got a problem, church. We got a problem. I know I'm not the only person, that's for sure, that God sends uh, 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 people to to cast out principalities, deal with powers, deal with thrones, deal with dominions, 
and deal with spiritual wickedness in high places. See, that song says, if you live right, heaven belongs to you. Heaven on earth belongs to you. But some of you think that you got to, you, you got to, you, 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 that this ministry is something that you just gonna satisfy your ego. It will not happen. It will not happen. Satisfy God's ego if he has one. Save the love. At any cost. Save the love. Salvation. Yes, I am a Jesus believer. I am. And I'm going to leave here believing him. And I'm not by myself. I know that. I know God has gifted you. I know God has empowered you. I know my job is to help get it out of you and to help steer you into his will, his plan, his purpose. But you got to stop fighting God. See? God, God said something. God said, you can't have it both ways. You can't have the world and him too. It ain't going to work. Remember Haman? Remember Esther? Well, Haman went to King Artaxas, or whatever his name is, was, Artaxas, Xerdes, or whatever. But you know what Haman said to him? He said, King, he said, their laws, talking about the Jews, are different than ours. He said, they refuse to obey the king. And then over there in Acts, when they told the disciples and threw them in jail because they was worshiping Jesus and they was talking about Jesus and they were telling me about Jesus, they threw them in jail. And you know what they said? They, they said, don't speak that name. Ever again. The apostle said, 
They said, uh-uh. No. No, not going to do it. Not going to do it. It's better for us to obey God than to obey man. You see, God, can I, can I, can I, I want you to post this in the chat room. I need about eight people to post this in the chat room. God set himself apart. God separated himself. And God demands the same thing from you. Can you post that? I'm waiting for you to post it. I'm waiting for you to post it. God set himself apart. God separated himself. And God demands the same thing from you. God says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16, And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple, and I put this in here, of the living God. Of the living God. And God said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Brothers and sisters, how can the living Lord Jesus Christ, living in you, how can he live and work in a people that are in agreement with the dead systems of the world? Is resurrection life. I said, how can the living Lord Jesus Christ live and work in a people who are in agreement with the dead systems of this world when he himself is resurrection life? Think about it. You meditate on it. God said, be ye holy as I am holy. You can't do it anymore. It ain't going to work. You're going to have life and that more abundantly or you're going to have darkness and death. And that more misery. Because they're familiar spirits. From your family line. That have been given an assignment against you. And God. Is bringing them to the light. And you're going to have to make a, a choice. 
You're going to have to make a choice, your personal choice. You say you want to be like Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said, I set my face toward Jerusalem. You're going to have to set your face toward Jesus. See you tomorrow on the ten uh, whatever this line is.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.